They call us WebD2, writing JavaScript for you, living life on Lama PHP, it is divine. You can call me H1, write HTML for fun, living life, you know it's leet, CSS8 is a tree. Zipping through the internet, HTTP up in my vet, hyperlink it to the text, you know my coding skills are best. Security up on the net, spiders crawling through the web, SEO up in my head, element inspects it. Welcome back to Inspect Element Season 20, Episode 1. I am your host, Zachary Bruce. Today's podcast is brought to you by WebD2 Club here at NWTC. We meet every Tuesday from 3.30 to 4.30 in room BT250. We are a bunch of web designers and software designers who just want to have a good time and have some fun. Whoop whoop. Today's talking point is all about WordPress. Just a little information if you don't know what WordPress is. WordPress is a content management system that is used professionally and for fun. Today I am accompanied by Frank Cassidy. Hello. And Josh Vanderboom. How's it going? Our first discussion will be about the usage of WordPress. A little fact we have, WordPress is used in 35% of all sites throughout the entire internet. I don't suppose you have the total amount of websites that are on the internet so that we could get an exact number, do you? I do not. It's very hard to figure out the total amount of websites because new ones are being created every second. New ones are being created. So having 35% worldwide is pretty incredible. I would imagine it's a pretty large number. Yeah, it's in the trillions, I believe. So trillion over a trillion is a lot of websites. I'm not even sure I can visualize a trillion websites, so... I mean, that says at least something. And with the 35% of all websites, it, WordPress alone holds 62% of all market share that come with these CMS or content management systems. So WordPress pretty much dominates when it comes to websites and being able to use them. They are the number one. Like the next competitor, Joomla, is at 2.6% compared to 35%. And you have Drupal at one7 So it's not even a competition. It's staggering. Yes, and that's why WordPress is so huge just due to the fact of they kind of own the market right now. So they can, in a way, hold their own price. But being WordPress, it's very easy to do it yourself. You don't – all you need is a email address and enough space to hold the files, which is really nice to people who just want to create a website. It's perfect for them. Now, do you know with the other uh, – like with their competitors, do they offer the same things that WordPress does as far as like functionality and – because um, I know WordPress is real big on, you know, ease of use and, you know, they're big on, you know, their themes and being able to bring outside things in. Yeah, with that, they are – Joomla and Drupal, the next two competitors, do offer a lot of the same things that WordPress does. They do have kind of their own communities they use for their um, outsourcing. They have, like, their own little sub-communities where people use to build and kind of help improve like WordPress does. But WordPress has just gotten so much traction due to it's such an easy product to use. You could have a designer make you a site, and hand you it off, and tell you a little bit, and you're perfectly fine. It's the ease of use and be able to have someone who has no experience run a website with no problem. That's why it's so big in the business community because you can have so many people use it. You can have a bunch of administrators helping out. You can have editors. You can have contributors who make posts. And then you have people to subscribe. That's why it's very big in the um, – it comes with the 
kind of blogs and articles because it's easy of being able to see them and you can fully customize it to have see who can see what on what page can people log in and see the profile and kind of give them a little more to go with it that's really cool yeah it's full customizable uh, WordPress is also big when it comes to the e-commerce side. Very, very big when it comes to buying and selling stuff online. I know another competitor, Squarespace, is another big one when it comes to the e-commerce, just okay. of how simple it is to have a click-through link, have it be able to go to your checkout page and have it be able to get it fully secured without having to worry about that security risk that comes with e-commerce online so you can you can build a store with wordpress similar to what you would do with say like etsy but you can build it to your own specifications so that you don't have to use like a template that they have already built for you yeah you can you start from absolutely nothing to start working with themes which we'll get into a little a uh, little later about another big thing is the plugins are a number one thing when it comes to wordpress there's thousands upon thousands of work of plugins that wordpress supports from a simple calendar to a full anti kind of way to stop spamming for comments. Like it, they're endless. It's huge for social media to tie together your Facebook account, your Instagram account, your Twitter account. So they all kind of blend together. And uh, the next topic I want to talk about is the functionality. It kind of ties together with usage of how it is. But hosting with it is so important because you can have a WordPress site and you can put it to a server, but you need some kind of hosting with it. So hosting also brings a numerous amounts of security risk because you need one that's trusted, that you know is going to have that secure connection. Otherwise, yes, you have a WordPress site, but it can easily be hacked. And if you get a big enough site with enough traction, it can really spell disaster. Sounds like bad news. Uh, with where, like the functionality I was bringing up again, the plugins, you'd be very selective with plugins because there's tons and tons I said out there, but not all of them are updated to the correct version. So you have that security risk, which we'll get into a little later as well. And with WordPress, you need to be mobile friendly. It's the number one thing because mo- a lot of the traction nowadays comes from people just going on their iPhones, going on Android, whatever they have, and going on mobile because it's simple and easy. They can walk around with it everywhere and it's that's why it's very important for mobile to be the number one thing you focus on. Can they? Can you design on mobile with WordPress, or do you have to do it from like a PC or a laptop? You have to design it from um, a website, well, not a website, a computer to be able to fully design how you want. You can view your page, and I think you can do a little work with it, but it's going to be so much difficult to try and customize from your cell phone. So that's why using a tablet, even you could get away with it or a full laptop computer, all of that. Yeah. I mean, even now with like Microsoft surface and those two in ones too, I mean, it gives tons and tons of different options and ways to do it. The technology just keeps getting better. It's going to come. It'll, when you can start doing that on your mobile phone, you'll be able to do everything from your handheld device eventually. Soon enough. Right. Be, I mean, it's a bit, you have the more space to do it from your computer, but you'll be able to slowly start doing everything you need from your phone. Another thing, the functionality is how the nav bar you have seems simple. It's just a set, simple navigation bar. But you need to be able to make it so it they have this such good kind of widgets to use to customize it. Because you can customize them for whatever you want. Because typically you have, hey, if the hard code this hard code that but simply you don't even have to go to the files simply go into the widget you go okay well i want this page and this page well i want this category of things so you can now specify what type of things and you can put everything together 
so you can get concise and get to all one spot, which is very nice, which I'm glad they did. Makes it makes it much easier for a beginner who's just learning web design, um, you know, thinking about putting things together in in the correct way or as people will say, the industry standard. Um, WordPress is a great jumping point for that because it basically gives you the industry standard in your hand and it hands you the keys and says, here, you know, here's a basic version. Now go out and kind of figure out what you want to do with this. Exactly. And you kind of don't need the coding background. You can just go in, you can download the stuff, you can put it up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and it's WordPress is just simply it's a simple website. It's a simple content management system that like I said, you can hand off to someone who has no experience or very little and go, here you go, play around with it. You'll be able to figure out everything. I mean, once you start getting to those plugins, that's where you get started that full customization. You can start to making it how exactly how you want it. Uh, and the last thing I want to talk about is themes, the functionality of them. Themes are such a huge thing you could if, for your site because you can have a pre-built one that gets you pretty much close to what you want, or you can do a basic theme. There's themes out there that are just like here's a little concept, here's a layout or a structure to use to be able to segue into what you need. I know Josh, you have more information about themes for us. I do. So one of the big things I think with themes is there are so many themes out there. How do you pick the right one, the one that's right for you? Good question. Right. So just on WordPress alone, there are over 5,000 themes that I found, which seems like a staggering number. But then you can go out onto some of these third-party sites and just some that I found, like Theme Forest. There's over 41,000 themes on that site. So you might think to yourself, how do I find the theme that's right for me? And that's, I mean, there's multiple of those sites like Theme Forest that have, you know, I mean, not just thousands, but like tens of thousands. And... There, are, there are probably thousands of sites that have thousands of themes that it's a big, it's that's, ugh, that's a lot of multiplication I'm not trying to do right now. Are those <laughs> sites uh, pay, you have to pay for these themes or are they all free? So there is free or premium. Some of them are free. Some of them are premium. And I'm, I'll get into a little bit more of that later, but just choosing your site, like how do you how do you boil it down to find maybe the theme that you want to do? So you can kind of do, they obviously, if you've ever used a search engine, there's filters. So you can go in, you can say, you know, am I doing a blog? Am I doing a commercial site? Am I doing a business site? And, you know, and that'll kind of pare it down. And then you can also add other features, like do you want custom headers? Do you want custom sidebars? Like how do you want the setup? So that kind of will pare it down from a very large number to at least maybe a more manageable number in a couple of hundreds and then you have to pick as you said for your premium you know what's better plus how do you know what if you buy the expensive one like the benefits that come with it because i know with themes you have all those of just simplistic ones like i said just a simple box structure here's code of how to have it go ahead then i saw a few of them that are just like i think the most expensive one i found was like 216 dollars for a theme like it's outrageous like it I, for me, it's like, why would you spend $216 for a theme? It, unless a theme is like, oh, this is exactly like a pre... Like, a lot of these were pre-built. They weren't even customizable ones. Like, hey, we want to customize fully. So it's like that price difference to me is just astonishing. I think one of the biggest differences between the free and the premium themes boils down to, do you want support? And that's not to say with a frame theme that you're not going to get support. But if you pay for a theme, you're probably better off you're going to get more support. You can call somebody up if you have a problem and you'll probably have somebody on the other end of the line to kind of give you a 
help you get the, you know, whatever your problem is kind of back up and running. So I think that's one of the big things. But I also noticed, you know, a lot of these premium themes will have a free theme that you can kind of download and then kind of like do, a child theme, like a child theme. They have a live preview theme. So if you're not sure if you want a free or a premium theme, if your premium theme does have a free theme, you can download it for free. You can do a live preview and kind of get a preview with your content up so that you can kind of look at it and see and then weigh whether you want to go and spend the money to get that premium theme and kind of go from there. That's really nice that they let you do that. It's like, a, like a free trial almost. Like, hey, a, test it out. Do you like it? If so, here's the full support. I'm guessing it probably has all the widgets and plugins already with it. So it's like, hey, whatever. you get all this stuff with when you purchase it, but you probably are like, all right, you're missing a lot of this, so you got to do your own stuff. So that's... It's definitely nice. It's like, like the cost of hiring a designer, basically. Exactly. Exactly. And if you already have your website up, like I said, with that live preview, whatever widgets and stuff you have downloaded, you can put in there and you can see kind of how it's going to work. Makes it nice and easy. you got going. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. So on top of that, we also, you mentioned child themes. So that's kind of, you can take, if you have a, like what they call a parent theme, and that's like the big themes, the main themes, but you say you want to like customize it, but you don't necessarily want to do it inside the parent theme because that can cause problems. Then if your parent theme updates and like you've made customizations, it can do all kinds of bad things on your sites. <laughs> bad things. Bad things. So you can make these child things. And like I said, you know, that makes your modifications more portable because it's going to be in a separate file. So if you do have your parent theme updates, you can update it and it doesn't kind of mess with your customization. And another big thing on that, you can save on testing and you kind of save in your development time because other than money, what is the commodity that we all seem to lack nowadays? Time. Time. Oh, yes. You need time. So, you know, these are really good ways. If you're a web developer and, you you know, you run multiple sites for people and you need to put these sites up, but you don't have time to code all these pages together, themes, you can download themes and use them. And then you can make these child themes to kind of do the little tweaks that are going to be faster. But, you know, so that you can... You can customize this, but you still you save yourself a lot of time. I can see how that'd be very important with like e-commerce as well, because if you need to put up new product, but you don't want to destroy your site, because when every time you edit the parent, you have that maintenance time. Oh yeah, and that maintenance time could take for anywhere from oh, just simple switch out from the child to the parent good to oh, you broke it. Good luck. Now you're losing <laughs> revenue. <laughs> you're losing money. Yep. So. I can definitely see where that child theme comes very important on the Absolutely. bigger scale. I mean, the lower scale, you're doing it for yourself. doesn't matter. But child theme is just a good kind of, I guess, technique to use to then continue to use that. Absolutely. And on top of that, you know, if you are a web developer and you're just starting out, child themes is kind of a way to where you don't have to do everything just to kind of get your feet wet. Like I said, and the theme is already there. You can go in and you can do the customization and it just kind of, can help you develop what you need to do. And so <clears throat> WordPress also just, you can go in and they have what's called a theme handbook where it pretty much just like walks you through on how you can do this stuff and like making the child themes and they have all the information kind of right there. And it's a really good, you know, kind of thing. Do they have uh, like tutorials built in too? Oh, they have all kinds of tutorials built in. I looked, I didn't get a chance to go through all of them, but I mean, they have they can walk you through step-by-step step on downloading your theme, making your child theme, getting your site up. They have everything kind of right there, and it's very easy to use. So for a first-time user, it's really not its not going to feel like you're jumping into the deep end right away because I think that's one of the biggest problems with you know web and software development in general is that you, know, you want to jump right in because you want to kind of get your feet wet, 
but at the same time, you just kind of want to take one step in or dip your toe. Um, and this kind of gives you the opportunity to, to really find a middle ground, it feels like, where it's not – you're not getting into like the hard web coding where you're doing HTML and writing CSS and JavaScript. You know, you're more – focused on the design aspect of it and if and you, the content can you look at the actual code for the website you can they give you the files and if you're actually hosting it you get all the files so you can look and see and that's another thing like you said when you're a starting out developer you can get in there and you can look at the code and kind of see how other developers do it or how these steam developers kind of get in there and it seems you, super helpful you get all that good information and it is super helpful Very so no, cool so another question is, you know, why why are WordPress themes on their site maybe better than third-party sites? And I think a big answer to that is the WordPress themes, they have to go through a very good, if you want to say, vetting process. So, you know, I'm sure there's good third-party sites out there to give you the themes, and that's fine. But, I mean, you want to do a lot of research on these third-party sites before you kind of jump in. And at least with WordPress, you know, they're out there. They have the name. Everybody knows them. The themes that are on there, you know they're good. So maybe the security might be a little bit better, you know, than some of the other third-party sites where they might be more vulnerable to stuff like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. It would definitely be more trusted being on the official WordPress site going, hey, we've done these. We know they work. They don't have any security threats. They're updated to the exact time you need them. So here you go. So it's definitely a huge security part of it. It seems like the smart way to go. Mm-hmm. But you can't go wrong with a third. Some of those third-party sites are just phenomenal. Even though they want you to spend 200 bucks for them, we get, they are phenomenal. You get different stuff, too, and I think that's probably the biggest difference between the WordPress themes and the third parties is third-party probably has a little bit more freedom to kind of get a little more, I don't know, buck wild when it comes to what they do (laughs) rather than you know i mean wordpress you know like they want to keep it a little more simple because they know that the people who are using the first party themes are probably more than likely maybe first-time web developers or business owners who don't have a lot of experience when it comes to that kind of stuff um and then when you get kind of deeper in you get the people who want more control and it's just just... more customization with them because if you don't got time for it and you're like i have the money i don't have the time and you're like well wordpress doesn't have what i want you're like okay i'm gonna go out to these other third parties i'm gonna find something that at least it doesn't have to fit the content yeah it fits the structure of what you want that's what you're really looking for in these themes is the structure yes would it be nice if you had content the same perfect yeah everything ready but if you have a structure of like, okay, I want to have these pages be here. This is how I want my intro. This is how I want my first page. This is how I want my content. This is how I want it to look like. Perfect. Because yep. then you can just go right into WordPress and customize from there. That means you don't have to go into those hard coding, like they call it, and figure, okay, is this wrapper right? Do I have to have this content? What CSS do I need to add to make this right? Then you're like, might as well have just built hard code this thing by myself. You spend so much time trying to fix a theme that you didn't like. It's like just buy one that has the right style. Or if you got the knowledge and you got the time, go for it. Because you don't have you can hard code whatever you want and then implement it into WordPress, which is so nice. That is really nice. You don't have to worry about, oh, I can't customize it. No. Build the first and go, this is how I like. Then WordPress will go, all right, we'll work with you. We'll implement this how we need to. We'll get you where you need to be. Just follow the instructions. It's very simple and easy. Yeah, that's really cool to know. Mm-hmm. And if you do have the time, you know, and you are going to go in and build and hard code it, you know, you can build your own themes and then you can get them up and then you can start making money off of you making themes and getting them out there. And, it's a good, good side hustle. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> 
going to start making WordPress themes. <laughs> hey, why not? Some of them, you can get either, I think the lowest ones I found was like 75 bucks. Hey, 75 bucks for hours of work? Hey, you do that in a 9 to 5 no matter what. So, hey, why not? Plus, you get some experience with it because then you start doing more. You get them faster and faster and faster. Eventually, mm-hmm. you're like, yeah, I've pumped out 100 of them. And like, so what? If you have a couple, couple hit it, it makes all the time worth it and all that money you get from it. Heck and, yeah. And it probably looks pretty good on your resume too. Be like, yes, I have designed I'm this a WordPress different... designer. Exactly. No, nah, hey, that looks pretty good to me if I saw that. <laughs> I would love that. Yes, I need to get that on my resume. Very cool. Absolutely. So with the security aspect of it, I know it's it's a, the number one thing that WordPress advocates is just how much security is vulnerable nowadays. Like your information is almost never saved. So Frank, why don't go into about how can people be safe with their information with WordPress? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so in doing a little bit of research, um, security is kind of something you have to dig into a little bit. Um, but it's estimated that 70% of WordPress sites are vulnerable to attacks right now. My goodness. Yeah. 70%. 70%. And, you know, um, and we had talked about this before where we you know, were trying to figure out what 70% of 35% is. Um, but it's, it's a very large number. Um, which says that a lot of people maybe don't understand how important security is or don't understand, you know, like how to use WordPress's security features. Um, you know, with WordPress aligning widgets and themes, one of the biggest things um, is third party. And the easiest way for somebody to get in is through a third party theme or a widget because they can pretty easily slide some malicious code, um, you know, or things like that in there to enable some cross-site scripting um, or, you know, just many of the other things that I read about, uh, pharma hacks, um, all sorts of stuff like that. Um, there are uh, many different ways for people to get in through security, um, and 41% get hacked through vulnerabilities in their hosting platform. So realistically, 41%, um, it may not actually be WordPress's fault. It may actually be the fault of the hosting platform that's hosting the website itself. So you really need to research your hosting platform before you even get your website up, make sure you very much. That's so why so I, I brought it up earlier about sure. hosting because, like, you brought up the fact it's that's what most a lot of people come in, especially if you have, well, we said like with like one, I think we looked it up, 1.7 trillion, what, 1. Trillion, 1 trillion with a T. 35% of that, you hundreds of millions. And 70% of those are vulnerable to like, attacks right so you're, now. You're looking at billions, 35% of 1.7 trillion. Like, your billions of websites are vulnerable to attacks. Of WordPress are vulnerable, and then you have oh, 40, 41% through the hosting platform, 29% by means of an insecure theme, and 22% from a vulnerable plugin. Um, and then the rest of the vulnerabilities, a lot of it comes from uh, brute force, because one of the things that I found is that a lot of people, when they're setting up WordPress, they leave their admin name as admin, and they leave their password, password. as password. Because oh. why not? It's I mean, it's simple and easy. You don't have to think about it. Right. Password, password, admin, you, good enough. You don't even have to write it down. Like it's, no, it's just right it's there. It's right there for you. I just, I mean, we live, it's, it's 2020, <laughs> and you would think that people nowadays would be, I mean, I don't want to insult anybody's intelligence, but if you're leaving your, your name as admin and your password as password, I feel like you're asking to, oh, to get hacked. 100%. Like, you, you, if you even look at like websites, go, test my password. You, it will tell you how long it would theoretically take for someone to hack into it. Yep. And password's one of the most first, – first thing you go, password. 
Yep. Because it's just the simplest thing. Like, because people think, oh, n- I won't get hacked. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I won't get hacked. I, I have an easy way to solve this. Make your password password one. Oh. Problem solved. Or, Problem solved. That's smart. Or even better advice, don't get hacked. <laughs> yeah. You easy. simply just don't get hacked yeah. and you won't have any issues. I mean, that's easy enough, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Just just go hack. Just put on your website. Hackers, please don't. <laughs> please leave me alone, <laughs> hackers. <laughs> I mean, realistically, like, we throw all these numbers out there, and they sound like big numbers, and we make it sound like it's very unsafe. But realistically, if you pay attention to what you're doing, if you have two-step authentication, better passwords, you know... know, Updates. Just do your updates. Yeah, and that's... WordPress has updates for a reason. It's because they found something where, oh, we're getting hacked through here. Do your updates. People are like, oh, I'm not going to do my updates because, like... And your phone, you have tons of updates that come like, oh, whatever. Sure, but you get to full-blown websites or your hosting has an update, do your updates immediately. It's because, oh, yeah, someone's hacked something or they found an error before someone else does. Because most of these don't come from hackers, finally. It's from people. There's people, that's their job, of finding WordPress errors, finding plugin errors, finding theme errors. So they'll let them know. And, hey, if you want, go ahead. Try to find them. WordPress will pay you to find errors for them because right. it just improves the safety of billions of sites. I imagine, like you said, that's a good service. If they can get in and they can find the vulnerabilities before they get hacked and fix them, I mean, you're saving people back to the money. That's a lot of money. You're saving you time, save the most important time, thing. You money. can't get back all the time you spent on your website because here's the big thing. You get hacked. You may not even know it. but And then it comes down to you are now a gateway for other hackers. It's the number one thing that I've researched when it comes to hacking is people use your site as a gateway. They'll put, they'll do what's called link spamming. I mean, Google doesn't like it anymore and they kind of died down, but they will spam thousands of links of other people's sites, their sites, to be able to then push their content up because Google will read it analytics and go with SEO and go, oh, wow, they oh, have... Word stuffing. Like, oh, wow, pretty much. Yeah. It's with keyword stuffing as well. So it's like, even if you don't notice it right away, just every now and again, check through your stuff. Even if you're updated, just go, wow, go through core files. And not even the core files, just go through your files and what you have because if, if that core gets hacked, you have a, such a bad problem. Like, it will shut down. Like, you touch the wrong thing, the core breaks. So... Unless they're very experienced WordPress, they're not coming after your core. They're coming after your includes, so your index file, your header, your oh, footer. Yeah. Take a look. See anything, something different, something, all right, this is all the same. Perfect. You have no issues. Because even if they, you don't see the hack right away, it could be happening. So do your updates. Make sure your password is not password. Most of the time, go through a password manager. Like I use LastPass. LastPass is perfect. It will give you... I mean, even Google now will give you a suggested password. Oh yeah, that is so hard to hack. The amount of, it's not worth. Lowercase x equals sign. Periods. It's like closing all, bracket. All, all symbols. Yeah, because all of the, the fact place. that it's so difficult to hack that because now you have to not only count for the twenty six letters in the alphabet, you have to count for the hundreds of symbols, special that, characters, upper lower. That's why you get get something like a LastPass, some kind of password manager. Oh then yeah. You save yourself that time and trouble of going oh. If I were to just change my password to password, we would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, The thing about security is while some things are not possible to avoid, 
a lot of security issues can be avoided if you just pay attention. And I think that's the biggest thing that comes with security is people see an update and they think, oh, now I just got to sit and wait for this. Well, there's a reason they did the update. Like you said, you know, somebody found a bug, somebody found a, a backdoor in and they closed it. And that's why the update is there. And a lot of times these daily updates are what? half a meg they're tiny you know it's just like a tiny little I, would, I love daily updates i also love daily updates i don't know why people don't like them anymore it's because people it's the time of the maintenance down and just oh you have to wait for the maintenance to fix it because it could be an update that takes a few minutes takes a few hours regardless it's better for you in the, in the end when it comes to it oh 100 for sure for sure so this, does anyone else have any concluding information they want to talk about beforehand? I mean, I, in, uh, in the last two weeks, I have, uh, disclaimer, uh, WordPress is not something I've really had a lot of contact with in the past. Um, and so I went, when we decided that this was going to be our topic, I went and I tried to build a WordPress site and I found it extremely user intuitive. It just, it was really easy to get started um, and it was honestly, it's fun as someone who likes to design websites. I really enjoyed, um, just like the platform itself. So, all righty then. Well, this will conclude our topic of WordPress today. Uh, if you did enjoy, we will be syndicating this onto iTunes if you're listening to it right now. So you'll be able to listen again, hear it, kind of get your information when it comes to it. On iTunes, we are going to inspect Element. She'll be up here within the next kind of few days. I'm your host, Zachary Bruce, and today I had Frank be with me on this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Josh. That's right. And we thank you for showing up, and we'll see you next time. Awesome. Call us WebD2, writing JavaScript for you, living life online, my PHP, it is divine, you can call me H1, write HTML for fun, living life, you know it's leet, CSS, it is a treat, zipping through the internet, HTTP up in my vet, hyperlink it to the text, you know my coding skills are best, security up on the net, spiders crawling through the web, SEO up in my head, element inspected, inspect element, inspect element.